Hey everyone, I'm Alex. And I'm Courtney. And this is Nerds at Odds. Your weekly podcast about all things in nerd culture and beyond. I would like to remind everyone to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening, if you can. And I want to remind everyone to go check out the Twitter and Instagram, both are at Nerds at Odds. We post about the podcast and we post pictures of Kida every day on the Instagram. Yes. So be sure to check those out. And if you want to get the podcast four days early, ad-free, and with the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, head on over to patreon.com slash nerdsatodds. And now let's hop on into what we've been doing, what you've been doing. Alright, so I finished playing Night in the Woods. Well, finished. I want to play it again, get some new scenarios, I guess. Okay, and you've been playing it on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate on PC. Yes. What have you thought about it? I thought it was fun. I mean, it's it's a very dark game. Totally, you know? the the story and all the that. The story yeah. is dark. It's very it deals with like depression, anxiety, maybe schizophrenia murder. in times, murder, on kidnapping. The, on the notes at odd scale, what would you rate it as? I don't know. I'm assuming it's either excellent or entertaining. I would consider excellent. I mean, like, the design, you know, it's fairly cartoony. The story itself is is really good. Did you enjoy the gameplay? I mean, it's a platformer, basically. Is that how you would describe it? If you had to label it, what label would you give it? It's kind of a point-and-click sort of thing, but also it's a platformer. A little bit of both. It had, like, a, a mini-game dungeon-quality type deal, too. Yes, on. but that was, like, a game you could play on your laptop. How, uh... In-game. How many endings do you think this thing has? I don't know how many endings it has, but you can get closer with certain people. Mm -hmm. So I focused on B, who's this reptile of some sort. Okay. And you're a cat. I am a cat. Your name is May. Okay. Female cat. But... You and, like, May and B used to be best friends, and then something happened, and they stopped being friends, and I decided to get closer with her, but there's also Greg, who's, like, a fox, and then Angus, who's a bear, and then Germ, who's some sort of bird. Okay, okay. And you didn't play the extra stuff, like, Long as Not Yet, either. No, I, uh, just found those. And I will try them soon, I think, before I start another new playthrough. But I think Longest Night is, it seems like a Christmas sort of okay. thing. I haven't looked anything up, but they were talking about the Longest Night. And I think it's like, it's supposed to be like a winter solstice okay. sort of thing. After you finish up this, you going to get back into Spirit Fair? Probably, yeah. Okay, and uh, what else have you been doing? Uh, I have started reading a book that my sister recommended. It's called uh, Song of Silence. It's a fantasy novel? Song in the Silence. Yes. So it's about dragons. Like this girl, she goes out on, uh, out of her house for like the first time. Like out of her, the place where she grew up for the first time. Mm. And she wants to go see dragons. The first chapter was a little boring. Second chapter's ramped up a little bit. But I will definitely let you know how it goes. My sister wants me to read it, so I will. So have you been enjoying it so far? Yeah, it's 
It's okay. I mean, I haven't gotten that far. I'm only like two chapters, three chapters in. I haven't had a ton of time to read because we've been doing a lot of stuff together yeah. how when high, I get home from work. How high fantasy is it? Well, I mean, I know there's dragons. I don't know if... I don't think there's like other so it's not mysterious like creatures. Other, other races? I don't think so. Is there magic? I mean, there's dragons. Are the names hard to pronounce? So far, no. Okay, there's so, a character named Jamie. So, so it's not I mean. it's not too high fantasy. This is more rain and fire than Lord of the Rings when it comes to the implementation of dragons in this world. I don't know. I haven't gotten far enough to judge it yet. Well, when we're deep into our episodes, we should do a Reign of Fire episode. All about the Reign of Fire movie for like 2000 with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey and Gerard Butler. I think I remember that movie. Yeah. Vaguely. It, it probably isn't great, but... No, probably not. Episode 106, I'm thinking, should be, should be that. Why 106? I don't know. That's the first number that came to mind. You're weird. And I've been dabbling in Days Gone some more. It's fine, though I am having this problem that I talked to Courtney about, that anytime I sit down to play a video game now, since it's a month out from PS5, I'm playing the game and I'm like, this is fine, but I know the experience is going to be much better with the solid-state drives and the faster processes and all that. Mm-hmm. That it just, me sitting through low times, I'm like, man, these are going to be cut down so much. And it's just, especially since my controller's also messed up, I just know my experience is going to be better in a month. So every time I sit down to play a game, it's kind of hard for me to get into it fully. But Days Gone is fine. I think it's still going to be fine on PS5. It's a... Uh, fine game it's a fine game. average on the uh i think that you're a little baby and you're just like oh i don't want to play any games i just want the playstation 5 I, now. I, I i do want the playstation 5 now and like i've said in previous episodes target better get here november 12th i'm just saying like i'm i mean it's just a game you know just i'm just thinking of care. all the time i'm wasting Listen. I don't care that much about graphics. I don't. I don't. It's fine. As long as it doesn't look like two polygons eating each other, I'm fine. I mean, I don't know if the graphics are going to go up that much, especially since our TV's not that great. It's 4K. Low times, I don't care. Night in the Woods, they had it had low times. L- low times are what? What, um... I'm ready to go away. No, no, it's fine. Because in those low times, you're like, all right, take a sip of drink. All right, take a bite of food. Yeah. And back to clay. That's probably not going to be the case now once the next gen gets here. Well, you so. know, with your laptop playing on the Xbox thingamabob. Yeah. I'm excited for when the streaming part comes here for the laptop. But we don't have good internet, so it'll just be bad. It, maybe. It'll be bad. We'll see. But I've been playing Days Gone. It's an average game. And then I started dabbling in Medieval because both Days Gone and Medieval are on PS Now for free. You tried the demo when it came out. I tried the demo last year because it came out around this time last year. And I was like, it's fun, but I didn't want to pay. I think it was $39.99 for it. So that stopped me from getting it last year. But I've played it now. I played for like two hours this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got to the Enchanted Woods area. That's like level six or so out of 20. And... I'm having fun with it. It's a little difficult. From I thought it was more of a kid's game, but it's a bit difficult. Like, you don't regen health between levels. So I'm sitting here with, like, half a health ball loading into this level, and I have to beat it. 
you know. So it's a bit more difficult than I thought it was going to be, but it's fun to play. I kind of like the humor of it. It's entertaining. And it's a remake of a game from the late 90s. And I think they did a great job remaking it. I think it looks nice. Especially what it probably looked like in 98. Sure, I saw you fight, like, a boss. The stained glass. The stained glass demon yeah. thing. It looked pretty, but also, like, I was just imagining when it first came out and it was just polygons. Yeah, that one looked horrible. Because they were, they because like, I, I, it was already basically just a bunch of colored polygons. Yeah. So I was just like, maybe they just knew they could do that one. <laughs> I, I like the boss design so far. I fought the, the stained glass demon and I fought these two wolves that are like the guardians of the graveyard. And the boss fight mechanics are still like late 90s boss fight mechanics. Mm -hmm. But the designs of the boss I've liked. So I'm probably going to play it more. If I can get through this ant heel stage I'm in without getting too frustrated. And then what launched today as we're recording it Friday, October 16th, is Ghost of Tsushima's free uh, multiplayer expansion. You have to own the game to get the expansion, but you don't have to pay for the expansion. And it's almost like a Destiny type deal. You run either like these dungeons or these story missions over and over to grind loot and there's a raid coming out within the next couple weeks but it's just the stories they tell are actually cinematic and interesting and they kind of fit within this japanese lore type thing so they're more engaging than the destiny ones are and i like the ghost of shima combat already and since Ghost of Tsushima is already an RPG, the loot is kind of meaningful already. So they just had to like copy and paste that into this version. So I've really enjoyed it. It looks like the story is going to be about three to four hours the first time you run through it. Which is pretty good since it's free to play. So if you have Ghost of Tsushima or you're kind of on the fence about it, you should probably get it now because I bet it's cheaper now than it was when it came out. And you get this multiplayer suite at launch. So I just recommend everyone go out and try it. It looked boring to me. I'm not that. I'm not into that kind of gameplay where you're like, oh, let me just run a dungeon five thousand times. Yeah, I think it is free. To, it is a free expansion on a single player game, right? Mm -hmm. And the raid's not out yet, so I can't tell you how engaging that's going to be. But I don't feel like I'm going to put as much time into this as I would a Destiny. Because I feel like there's more to do in Destiny, which there should be because you're buying that just for that experience. Yes. But the multiplayer aspects, like the PvP and the open worlds of Destiny, kind of add more to it than just load into these stories and run them over and over to grind loot or do these um, horde modes to get loot. So once the raid comes out, I'll see. But it's definitely not as in-depth as Destiny. But it is a good dozen-hour experience, I'd say, if you're trying to level up your character all the way. So if you have it, check it out. I'm going to play more of it. And we've also been watching some Monk. Yes. Which is a 20-year-old show that came on USA, I think. It's about... I don't know if it came on USA. It's about a man who was a police detective. His wife got murdered. He hasn't been able to solve the case. It destroyed him and turned him into a nutcase, essentially. But and he's still, like, a really good detective. Yeah, it's more of a wholesome 
kind of Sherlock Holmes type feel, maybe. Yeah. I've I've really enjoyed it. We've watched a season and a like quarter or like, so. Yeah, it's like two episodes. Yeah, we've maybe. watched like fifteen episodes total, maybe a little more. I introduced it to him because I've seen a decent amount of the episodes just on cable. Uh, yeah, just yeah. on on regular TV. I'd never seen it before, and I my problem when we watched like the first episode was like the detective guy and like his assistant woman they both look like normal people which i don't mean as an insult but like it was weird to see them and be like oh those are just normal looking people and not see like tv star looking people you know but once you get to know them they have it's a very realistic bond i think between them yeah and, i like but i mean you know she the 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 assistant she leaves i think mid third season mm-hmm. And gets replaced by someone else. I like the replacement, I think, a little bit better. Okay. In my opinion. Well, they keep replacing her son, like, every other episode, so we'll see. Well, the the new girl has a daughter. Does she get replaced every episode? I don't episode? remember. Well, we'll see when we get there. But check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, which I think... Is it on Peacock, too? I thought we saw it on Peacock. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime, which I'm pretty sure you do, and you don't have commercials there. Or you can watch it for free on Peacock with commercials, or subscribe to Peacock to watch it without commercials. But I'm assuming you have Amazon Prime. Someone you know has it, you can watch it there, right? I mean, I never had Amazon Prime until I had you. Yeah, but you weren't buying stuff on Amazon. That's fair. And if you are buying stuff on Amazon, you should have Amazon Prime, so... I'm I'm assuming most people have it. And we've been watching more of our Halloween films that we're going to be discussing next episode on our Halloween special, which comes out for free Friday, October 30th. Or if you're a patron, it comes out Monday, October 26th. You can find a list of those Halloween films on patreon.com slash odds. The post is free for anyone. Just a way for you to see what we're watching and where they are. We got a lot to get through. We've watched, I think we've watched almost half of them. It, we've watched a lot of sequels. Yeah, we watched... A, All the Adams Family movies, yeah. except for, like, Adams Family Reunion. Yeah, which it, is not on our list. And we've watched three of the four Halloween Town films. We watched Sleepy Hollow. We watched Sleepy Hollow. So we're getting through it. We just need to pick it back up. Maybe tonight we watch one or two. Return to Halloween Town? Sure, we can get through that one. Yes! Uh, I, I think they keep getting a little worse. Uh, well, the, the Return to Halloween Town doesn't really have the grandma, like, at all. Okay, well, we'll see. Let's not discuss it too much. We're gonna, that's a teaser for a Halloween special. And then we played this Unsolved Case Files board game type. It's, it's like, um, it's really interesting. And I would, I know they have some, like, like, mail-in services, like, kind of yeah. like Loot Crate or something, where you can get, like, a a case yeah and do and it's basically like that you they it's we got it at walmart yeah um it was only like 20 bucks yeah it was like 20 30 dollars not bad at all what we spent like what two three hours playing it yeah we've probably spent closer to three hours playing it so you get a file it's a cold case this one fake cold yeah it's a fake cold case it's all fiction this one had been a cold case for 20 years i think yeah that's what it said I don't want to go into too much detail about the case itself, but what you did was you brought this box, and in the box was a folder, and in the folder had crime scene pictures, 
files on everybody they interviewed as suspects. Yeah, photos of witnesses. Yeah, it had it had everything you could think of an actual police file would have. And then in, you look through all the stuff, and then you figured out. So, like, they, it would be, there was, like, objectives. There would be, like, these bonus envelopes that once you figured out, you would have three objectives, but you could only see the first one when you open the mm -hmm. file. And once you figured out that objective, you go to this website and enter it in, mm -hmm. like, what you think proves that this thing did or didn't happen. Yeah. And then it was like, good job, you figured it out. And then you get to open the envelope and it gives you maybe a new clue or, it and, it and it will tell you your next objective. Yeah. So, and when, when I first, when we first opened it, I was kind of concerned that it would be like, you could force your way through it, go on the website and just type a bunch of stuff in, right? Yeah. And, and just keep trying until you get it so you don't have to do much. But if you were going to like force your way through these objectives, it would take forever it would take forever for you to click the right up because you have to pick there's it has like the entire list of all the evidence you get which includes like the little tiny things yeah it, it it's a list of everything in that box it's like oh is it this witness photo that like there's like five or six witness photos there's like the photo of like a piece of evidence and like all this other stuff yeah there's probably 50 yeah. Also, different things you can select from, and you have to select... Like, two or three of them? Yeah, to complete an objective that prove whatever the objective says you need to do. So you'd be there forever just selecting things. So that was nice to see. And it did take some serious examination of these documents to kind of figure out, to get yeah, the ball to, Especially rolling. to figure out, like, exactly which document you needed. Yeah. Like, which one makes sense, and we had to, like... There was like a sneaky clue, you know? Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. You could buy them on Amazon, I think. They also have a website. If you just look up Unsolved Case Files board game, you should be able to find it. They have like 10 cases so far. We just ordered a second one. Yes, we ordered the Jane Doe one. Yeah. We, we, we started with the... Harmony Ashcroft? Yes. So that one was really good. Uh, I think we'd have to give it an excellent for sure. Yeah, it was it was excellent. It was it was pretty good. We we packed everything back up exactly how it came, and we're gonna give it to Courtney's sister and her husband to see if they can. We'll we'll see if they want it, and then if yeah. they don't, we've got friends. Yeah, but it so. was it it's definitely something that that was worth the the time and money. So check that out if you're interested in those type of things, especially mm -hmm. if you're into, interested in true crime. Which which I am definitely interested yeah. Courtney's in. very into true crime. I always thought if we do some type of Patreon-exclusive podcast. It would be maybe you talking about true crime or something. I, I could do it. Yeah. I, there's a problem that I have when people ask me about, like, books I'm reading or movies I watch. I'll go through the whole story, and I'm sure I'd do that with, like, true crime if I know a case really well. Yeah, so that, that might be what we do if we ever do a Patreon-exclusive episode. Like, you remember we were watching that video, and there was, like, a picture of this woman... And I was like, oh, that's the Black Dahlia. Yeah. And you're like... <sighs> if you like listening to podcasts about things in nerd culture, you might enjoy listening to audiobooks that can transport you away on grand adventures to exciting worlds, all while you go about your daily tasks like driving, cooking, and cleaning. Audible is the perfect place for you to find the epic tales, and right now, all listeners can get a 30-day free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash nerds at odds. 
I'm currently listening to Dune by Frank Herbert in preparation for the movie that comes out later this year, and it has really helped me fight the boredom induced by this pandemic. Audible has thousands of audiobooks available, and the best part is that with your free 30-day trial, you can download and listen to them all for free. So go to audible.com slash nerdsatars to get listening today. Into the topic of the show. You forgot one thing that we did. What I forget? Together. I feel like I'm getting interrogated right now. What did I do? What happened? You forgot that we played with the Wii! Oh, yes! We we got the Wii from uh, Courtney's mom a week or two ago now. Yes. And we had to buy a new sensor ball from it. For it. And we had to buy Wii Sports because couldn't yeah. find it. So we had to buy a Wii Sports and a sensor ball. And we got this wireless sensor ball that works great. And the Wii Sports is fine. It's a used copy, obviously. I can't believe how expensive. It was like 30 bucks for a used copy of Wii Sports. A game that came free with every system. But But it was fun. Uh, We played it for like an hour that first day. And I was really like going for like throwing the baseball and like swinging the bat. And I hurt my shoulder. So we haven't played it since. (laughs) Like It's not like I like sprained my shoulder or something. It was just the muscles. The muscles are sore. So maybe maybe later t- today or. Tomorrow. But I'm I'm surprised at how well Wii Sports holds up, and I mean some people might disagree because obviously like Mario Galaxy one and two on the system, but Wii Sports has got to be one of the best games on the Wii. I I mean Mario Galaxy is fine. It's just kind of forgettable. Yeah. Like well, like the places are forgettable because you're just like. Going from rock to rock. From rock to rock. There's nothing that you're like, oh, that's Mario. And also, I couldn't play it because I could not wrap my head around the way he runs around the planets. Mm-hmm. That was too much for me. But Wii Sports was great. And I cannot believe they haven't ported it or made an like, addition for, of it for the Switch. Well, because like, we saw that, that there was the there's that bowling game. On we found sw- a bowling yeah. game on the Switch. It's awful. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But, like, Wii Bowling is still, like, the best bowling game. Yeah, I mean, all the sports games on Wii Sports work great. Except for maybe boxing. boxing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like boxing, you're, maybe because you're moving fast, because you're trying to actually hit something. Yeah, I just don't think it works very well. Yeah, but it, everyone... I think it's because, like, the punches with the Wii mode, they register. Yeah, but the nunchuck's kind of The, the nunchuck is, like... Yeah. It just doesn't... But, I mean, every, everything else works great. Yeah. So, I mean... Check that out. If you have a Wii Sports sitting on your shelf and a Wii, you should go back and check out that. Just remind yourself how great it was. Yeah. I, I really would love them to do like an updated version for the Switch because I think it would go over great. Yeah, I would buy it. I would buy it. Yeah. And we have the Wii model that plays GameCube games too. Yeah. So maybe we'll get into that Well, at some I mean, point. they did. Let's go. So like boxing. They have arms now. That's essentially yeah. like... The Wii Sports box. I thought it's good. I haven't played arms. I'm not. I'm not into boxing. Yeah. So I didn't even care about it in the Wii Sports one. But like the bowling. Yeah. That'd be great. The tennis. The tennis. The I, baseball. Yeah, I love tennis, so I'd love to see a tennis game. Even golf, I had fun. I and mean, it's probably these games, like you said, it's that crappy bowling game on Switch, and it's probably crappy versions of these other ones. But somehow Nintendo gets it so right for like picking up your motions in their own games mm-hmm. that they definitely need to do one of these especially now since everyone's stuck at home you see how much we ring sport adventure that sells like hotcakes oh yeah so, we, we've been talking about maybe getting one yeah don't know yeah it's a, little, it's a little expensive it is expensive but maybe it could help i'm trying to stay fit 
or get fit during this pandemic. Anything else I'm forgetting? No, I think that's it. Okay. I so, just wanted to rub it in your face that you forgot like a whole day that we spent. Yeah. So now on into the topic of the show, which is Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars. Uh, I was thinking the name. Don't of- know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> yeah, little un- unknown film franchise, Andy. Star Wars. Uh, I'm thinking the title of this episode might be This is the Way, since this is kind of a Mandalorian tie-in. But I feel like just naming it Star Wars in all capitals will get more attraction. I think you should you should go like Star Wars and then like This is the Way. Okay, I might do that. Um, Leave in the comments below after this episode goes live what I should name it. Now, I'll keep that in mind. No, but like since we're going to talk about how we think you should watch the films in order. Yeah, what that, order? Like, you... that's, this is the way ah, to watch the film. Yes. So just a quick breakdown of what we're doing. I'm going to give my order on how I think you should watch the films, all the live action films. Yes. Yeah, so and like, all the, like, the... Numbered ones. Yes. And, and then like, Rogue One, Solo, Solo the... and that's it, yeah. I think. Yeah, and Courtney's going to give her list of how you should watch them. And in that discussion of how we feel you should watch, I'm also going to give like our ratings or reviews or how we feel about each. I don't know if we should rate them. Yeah, just, just what we think about them. What we think about. Yeah. So, do you just want to go with your list? I can go start with mine. I, you know. Uh, yeah, let's start with, let's just do yours and then we'll discuss each film in yours or not in yours. Uh-huh. And then I'll just give mine at the end. Okay. So I... Like the machete method, which if you don't know, I was introduced to this through watching the Super Carlin Brothers videos where they talk about the machete method and they talked about it before 789 came out. Yeah. But I think I will go with the machete method. So you go episode four, episode five, episode two, episode three, episode six, and then seven, eight, and nine. So I have cut out one completely, mm-hmm. and I don't include Solo or Rogue One. Okay, and real quick, why do you watch two and three after five, but before six? Okay, so you get four and five, and five is when you learn spoilers. For a forty-year-old spoiler at this spoiler. point. Spoiler. Some people don't know spoilers. Darth Vader is Luke's father. So then you go. Well, that's crazy. That's Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. We thought he was this good guy. Then you go two and three. Like a flashback. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like a little flashback. And then you go six. We cut out one. I cut out one. Mm-hmm. You didn't cut out one. No. You like one. I cut out one because it's just so boring to me. There's nothing interesting. I mean, there's like Duel of the Fates. And I'm a music person. I like Duel mm-hmm. of the Fates. That's a cool fight scene. I like Darth Maul. That's all great. But... I don't like how the kid plays Anakin. He's mm. very emotionless, like, the whole time. I don't know if that's the... I mean, there are some great kid actors, but I feel like George Lucas probably just didn't know to how to To be fair, that, that kid was just in a green screen, like, maybe most of the time. Yeah, he didn't have and much he's to like, do. This is what I call pod racing. Yeah. It's, like, the lines are delivered poorly. There's some great stuff, but also, like, you get rid of most of Jar Jar Binks and the mm. whole like prequel tri- trilogy you get rid of the weird age gap between padme and A- anakin 
So, like, in two, they, they're basically the same age. It, at least it seems that they're basically the well, same Well, the act age. is all. Yes. And, like, it's just the pod racing I hate. Jar Jar I hate. I hate all the Gungans. The, 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 the battle, the Gungan battle, mm-hmm. where it's just a field of green and it looks awful. It's not, no, it's not a field of green. It's, it's a slab of green. It's a slab of there's, green. There's no texture it to, this, to this green. It so bad. I mean, I, I don't like it the prequels that much i do like seeing anakin go bad though and you get you get rid of the the what's it called midichlorians the midichlorians you just get rid of those those aren't important well i mean they they're mentioned in the other prequels yeah but not a lot yeah and and you can like i feel like you can just pick it up from two and you'd be fine because four and five established already what what's happening and then you go to two and three and you're like oh that's yeah. crazy and then you go back to six so i guess i'll just throw my list out here and then i'll hop into my opinions of one okay so i think you should watch four five six one two three and that's it and i have this argument within myself that it depends on which reveal you think's more dramatic do you think Darth Vader being Luke's father is more dramatic, or do you think Palpatine being Sidious is more dramatic? And I know as an adult, you can clearly tell it's Sidious, that Palpatine's Sidious. You know, for a kid, maybe they can't see it, but I think I've cited on the fact that Darth Vader being Luke's father is more impactful, right? Well, but you hit that note. You hit that, and then you're like, well, how did he become bad? Because you hear that, like, he was great, and, like, yeah. that Darth Vader killed him. Hmm. So you gotta see that, and then you still get... So you get, like... Let me explain this. So you see how Anakin turned bad, right? And then when you first see Luke in Episode Six, he's wearing, like, the dark robe. Kind of looks like Anakin. He, yeah, he <laughs> looks like Anakin. So you're like, oh, what if Luke could go bad? We saw his father went bad. Luke could go bad. Yeah. So that's like crazy. Yeah, I mean I, I kind of I kind of agree with that too. Just I don't know, something in me, maybe like a purist view is like you should just finish it out and then You you like release order. Yeah. And so mine's four, five, six, one, two, three. And then we'll I guess we'll get into why I didn't include the other ones later. But back into one. I find myself at this conundrum with one, right? I feel like one has stuff to love if you love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people who hate one the most are people who love Star Wars. You know? Listen, I wasn't raised watching the Star Wars movies. I'm Listen, I don't want to be sexist, but I'm a girl. And I guess my mom wasn't like, let's watch the Star Wars movies. I'm not even sure if she cares that much about the Star Wars movies. My sister actually was the one that got me started on it. I dated a boy in high school that w- that almost hung up the phone on me when I was telling him that I never watched the Star Wars movies. But so, like you, you were raised yeah. watching like the prequels. Yeah, my, you like you saw the prequels. Yeah, my dad loves Star Wars, and he took me to see Episode One, Two, and Three in theaters. And I do not remember one. I was two and some change when one came out. But he took me probably because it was an excuse for him to go see it. And then I remember seeing 2 and 3 in theaters. And I'm pretty sure he might have shown me 4, 5, and 6 or watched them while I was a little kid. But I don't remember seeing them until after I'd seen either 2 or 3 already, you know? Mm -hmm. So those are the ones I was brought up with. 
And I can see how one can be left out of a list if you're just trying for a cohesive, coherent story. But there are just so many great things in one that I love as a Star Wars fan that make it worth sitting through some of the awful parts that are also one. Like, Jake Lloyd's acting as Anakin's bad. Jar Jar is bad. The CGI is bad, right? Mm -hmm. But I love the Duel of the Fates, the fight scene, and the music, right? Mm -hmm. Darth Maul's great. Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor give great performances. Listen, I love ne Liam Neeson. I love Qui-Gon. However, if you just cut out one, they offhandedly mention Qui-Gon like once. Yeah, he, he doesn't matter to the story. He doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And neither does Darth Maul. No. And neither does anything that happens in episode one. No. Yeah, all you need to know is Anakin as Obi-Wan's uh, Padawan, which you learned from four and five, right? Yes. And that's about all you need to hop into two. But, I mean, just some of the moments I like in episode one. I like how Yoda's best teaching, I think, is in episode one. That fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. And my favorite part of Star Wars is this philosophy that Yoda and the Jedi teach. And I find that impactful. I just, it just, it baffles me that you are so, like, uptight about the games you play. And you're like, I can't play this game, it looks like trash. But you'll watch episode one and two and three. Like yeah. one looks like absolute trash. Mm. Two and three also look yeah. bad. But like I think I think maybe it's a a passive experience watching a film rather than the active experience of playing a game. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. Maybe for me. Also, I feel like you almost turned off Dinosaur when we were watching it. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I don't know. Maybe it's because there's there's an underlying. So I'm getting something out of watching episode one besides the visuals. You have the nostalgia glasses. Like, I've told you about the nostalgia mm -hmm. glasses. Like, what was the movie that we watched where you were like, this is not interesting at all to me, but I was loving it. It was like one of those old Disney Channel movies or something. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Or at least it was like... I've it, said that about several things, I feel. Yeah, but it's like, I love it because I have the nostalgia glasses on and I understand that you don't like it because you weren't raised with it. I feel it. like, uh, what's that show? MASH? MASH. That was like that. I could not watch that show. I just didn't connect with how... It was in black and white. and It was not in black and white. The first episode's not black and white? The first episode might be, but not like the entire oh, well, We only show. watched part of the first one. I couldn't connect with the humor either. No, so. no. Um... Well, Hogan's Heroes was in black and white, and you actually liked that one. Yeah, well, I don't know. I like the humor in that one. It might just be I didn't connect with Mash's humor. I like the guy who does Family Feud back in the day, who's in Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. I think he's funny. So, that might be why I like that. And I do agree that I'm nostalgic for these prequels, right? Which allows me to oversee some. I just feel like it's the same problem. Like, episode one, I have the same problem with Rogue One, is that it's just so boring for me mm. like rogue one was boring for yeah. me like i liked i liked the robot k2so k2so i loved like the interactions with that yeah. but they don't matter because they die it doesn't matter like the whole movie just doesn't matter yeah the best part of i guess we're just gonna skip around uh the best part about rogue one you can watch on youtube in three minutes is when darth vader wrecks shop at the end of the film you but know? again that it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't to matter me. to the story it doesn't either. matter at all and i just feel like like episode one's boring i watch it i'm just like ah. yeah i don't it's it's just weird like i liked it as a kid for some reason but i'm not sure 
no kid likes it. You know, the no. majority of kids are going to find this boring. I don't know why I latched onto it. I dressed up as Darth Maul twice for Halloween, for different Halloweens. But like my my sister, uh, I think she must have watched the first one when it came out or something. We had like a a toy, yeah, or something of Padme mm. dressed up as the the queen, yeah. like the white face and the red robe mm. and the weird hair. And Brittany would have nightmares that Padme was chasing her and trying to kill her. Like, yeah, it's it's. Definitely, more. it's a more solid argument to argue that you should leave it out of your watch order. But there's just something special to, to little, to, to to little you, Alex. To you, yeah, it's all fine, which and, is fine. And maybe it's something you should show your kids when they're actually older, when they... I mean, you can, you can be like, alright, we'll watch Star Wars and we'll do like maybe the machete method. Yeah. Maybe the release order, but leave out one. Yeah. But... Maybe later you can be like, oh, here's the first movie. I didn't want you to watch it because there's like this weird yeah, age difference probably, between the two love no, interests. No, I, thought like, I thought you would be bored out of your mind as a little kid trying to watch this yeah, film. Yeah, so. you know, who knows? Yeah, and also, maybe when we were younger, and I mean, you didn't watch it when you were younger, but I when I was care. younger, movies weren't as flashy as they are now. So kids are used to flashy movies now. Especially like kids' movies. Yeah, and in 99... Phantom Menace was probably a flashy movie, you know? I mean, I haven't seen the troll movies. I hear they're good. I've watched the first one. I like the first troll But, movie. like, it's just an assault of color. Yeah, it's it's candy. It's just candy on the screen. Yeah. So Rogue One... No, not Rogue One. Uh, episode One. Mm. I think there's a more solid argument for leaving it out. I think if you like Episode One, you, you, get, you put it in, you know? If you like it, mm. put it in. But if you're showing the movies to someone yeah. for the first time, an adult, let's yeah. say... I think that's, that's what this argument should be yeah, about. Yeah, it's like, if you're showing... Like, if you, you're you a boy, you know, and you get a girlfriend, and she's like, oh, I've never seen Star Wars, I would just leave episode one out. Maybe even just do four, five, six. Yeah. But you could, if you want, like, if she's starting to enjoy it, maybe do the machete yeah, method. Some backstory. You want some backstory like, oh, who's Anakin? Yeah. Oh, then you can show it. Mm. But like, you know. And then, and then Rogue One, I think, is even more unnecessary to watch than Episode One. Because Rogue One is summarized in like a sentence in Episode Four when they say, we got these plans, a lot of people died to get them, in a story, right? I mean, uh, listen, I like some of the characters. Yeah. I really do. The problem for me is that when I was watching the movie for the first time, I had a friend that I was watching with it with it, it with, with yeah. And he he was just talking the whole movie cuz he'd seen it already and making jokes and kind of ruining it for me. And I tried to watch it again, and it's just not good for me. It's, it's just boring. Yeah, once you know what happens, there's no reason to watch it again. And there's, like, this weird love interest sort of thing going on. Yeah. And then I was like, are they going to kiss? And it's like, no. I'm, and then they died. I'm, I'm fine with them not kissing. I'm just, it's just a waste of two and a half hours. Once you know what happens, you know? I mean, you could just watch the first movie and you know what happens. Yeah. The only, pe the only people that want to watch Rogue One are the people who have watched Star Wars before. And, and kind of just want to fill in the blanks. Yeah. Um. Real quick, we, I talked about my dad. And I don't know how many people like him. They're all in the Star Wars fan base, right? Yeah. He was born in 71, so he was a little kid when episode one came, episode 4 came out and grew up with them. 
he likes one, two, and three. Yeah. And he does not like Rogue One. So maybe if like maybe if you started with Rogue One with somebody who'd never seen hmm. Star Wars before, I, th- I think you have to have seen Star Wars before to understand kind of what's happening. Yeah, I guess I don't know because it's it. We have to go back and watch it and yeah. put those goggles on of like. What if I'd never seen yeah, Star Wars before? I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it. I've only seen it once. I've tried to watch it two times since then, and mm-hmm. I get that I'm like, I can do something else with my time. So, like, I don't care. And, but I don't remember them explaining exactly who Darth Vader is. Or, I don't think how, they do. Or how the Empire came to be, or who the Rebels really are. You no, know, You kind of have to understand all of these things. And that, that scene where they take these Star Destroyers and destroy them, that's cool if you have seen Star Destroys before. Mm. But I don't know if any of the movie makes sense or is entertaining if you haven't seen the film, be- seen the films before. I so. mean, I love the blind guy. He's great. Yeah. His, like, bodyguard dude, yep. also yeah. great. Um, though I, I think Rogue One is missing something that we'll talk about more with the other Disney movies. There's no philosophy in this movie that furthers the teachings of the Jedi. Wait, so you're telling me you want morals in your movies? Yeah, if you've watched the Pixar and DreamWorks films, yes, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, I guess I'm saying in these Star. Well, like I said, the most important part of Star Wars films are the teachings of the Jedi to me, right? Uh huh. And uh, Rogue One has none of that. So scrap that movie, scrap episode one. I mean, there's. Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on patreon.com slash nerds at odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns. And so much more. Consider supporting us over there. Thank you. So let's talk about let's talk about some of the films we're actually going. No, to. no, no, no. We also have to talk about Solo. Oh, okay. So let's just go through the films. Either both of us or one of us aren't watching. Okay, so Solo. Why is it not on your list? Solo is not on my list because I mean I know it angers you. I just think it's so cheesy. You know, like okay, Donald Glover. That's who plays Lando, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Best part of the movie. It should there should have been just a Lando just, movie with just him. Just Lando the movie. Yeah, and it could have ended with him losing the Millennium Falcon to Solo, and he could have made a cameo, and that's all you needed. It should have been a Lando Calrissian backstory movie with Donald Glover. That would have uh, been like, better. He was fantastic, but I hated like, that robot he had though. The robot was a little weird. Yeah, but I loved Donald Glover in mm. this movie. He was fantastic. But I just hated, like, like Han Solo leaves, mm-hmm. and he's trying to leave, and the 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 Empire guy's like, "Who are your people?" And he's like, "I don't, I have, don't people. have people." And he's like, mm, "Han Solo." It's like I got it. That's he's the best. So proud of. Himself. I came up with the best character name of all time. And I'm just like, I hated that. I hated them, like, retconning the whole, like, parsec thing. Yeah. It's like, no one cares. Listen, hold on, real quick. I hated that they, they fixed that, too. Because I always imagined that Han Solo in episode four was like, I, I beat the Kessel one in 12 parsecs. And Obi-Wan's probably like, that's a distance of, that's a measurement of distance, not time. And I always thought, it's just Han trying to, like, get one over on him, like, sell himself up. You know, he's lying to Obi-Wan yeah. about parsecs, and Han doesn't know what a parsec is, and Obi-Wan's like, you're lying to me right now. I always thought that was the interesting backstory for that, right? And then they have to 
go and correct it with a crappy space monster and, and we focus and like on this some space fog and or we something. focus on this dice for too much no one cares about the dice harrison ford does not care about the dice no one cares about the dice yeah so it's just i'm sure harrison ford i think actually regrets being in star wars a little <laughs> bit because of all the crazy fans yeah but, but like the, like, the romance thing, and then she turns out to be a bad guy. And Darth Maul's in it. Darth Maul's weirdly in it, yeah. and it's just, it's just... And the hologram, he's like, haha, I'm here. And they're like, maybe fans won't know what that is. And he pulls out his lightsaber and turns it on in the hologram, just so you know it's Darth Maul. And it's not getting a sequel because it bombed. And without a sequel, this movie leaves so many unanswered questions as to how Han gets from here to New Hope. That yeah, you should not watch this Because, like, Han in the, in 4, 5, and 6, he, he has, like, no emotions, essentially. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's just rogue smuggler gunslinger guy, and... And, and in, in Han Solo, he's, like, sensitive and stuff, which is great, but, like, that's not who Han Solo is. Yeah, and, but if you watch this film, at the end, you're like, what's going on with Darth Maul and Kira? And the Golden Sun, or whoever the smuggling syndicate is. And none of that matters in 4. I would watch so much more of the Lando movie. Yeah. But the Han Solo movie, it's just so boring, too. Like, you can see where they switch directors as well. Because it's, like, dark, dark. And then, like, kind of bright and happy when when you see Donald Glover. Hold up. At the beginning, it's literally dark. You can't see what's happening the first 10 minutes of this movie. They're like, we're going to film an underground cave. And they're like, okay, well, how much lighting do you need? And they're like, didn't you hear underground cave? We're what, filming in the dark. What's lighting? Yeah, it's like, I can't tell who's who and what they're doing for the first 10 minutes of this movie. So skip that one. Okay. So Rogue One, Episode One, and Solo, skip. And I think the level of skippage, Rogue One's the most, un- no, Solo's the most unnecessary. Yes. Probably. And then Rogue One, and then yeah. Episode One. The, but- they're really close, though. Yeah. Just just skip those three. Alright, you want to talk about why you completely cut off the the most recent trilogy? Yeah, I'm skipping 7, 8, and 9 as well. So we're skipping all the Disney Star Wars You films. don't like what they did to Luke. We'll get to that. Let's start with episode 7. Because okay. I want to emphasize this at the top. Uh-huh. When episode 7 came out in 2015, uh-huh. episode 7 was my second favorite Star Wars movie under Empire. Okay. I love episode 7. And then we get episode 8. And episode 8 does the unforgivable disservice of destroying Luke Skywalker. And it also had the chance to kill off Leia in a beautiful moment when she's floating in space, right? And they bring her back, even though they had time in between the film's release and her death to, to make sure it works. Yeah, you could, they could have just edited all that, because she doesn't wake up later in the film she like comes back to the ship like they could have just edited it so her parts are gone they had time that's a that's a lame excuse i think and they just instead you have the fairy godmother moment yeah and that looks bad and the entire casino planet on eight you know finn doesn't finn's doing something poe doesn't do anything in this movie really Mm -hmm. he's stuck on that ship and he tries to do a mutiny which I think is justified because that lady could have... Explained the plan. Yeah, in like a sentence. But she doesn't. And I just hate how they treated everybody in this film. Don't forget they killed off Admiral Akbar. 
Yeah, all almost off screen. Where where the how it should have ended did it perfectly in my opinion. Oh, they killed Snoke. They killed, they killed Snoke. the one bad guy. This movie left so many problems that J.J. Abrams had to try to fix in nine, and I think he did a good job trying to fix those problems. Yeah, though I think nine is. I, I'm not. I don't want to watch it again. It's just like you tried to land this ship and you crashed into the landing strip. You know, it's like you couldn't really do much. No one got hurt, but you still crashed. Yeah. So I think eight kind of ruined the trilogy, and nine could not do anything to make it better. We'll we'll talk about these in in tandem. So we'll start with seven. Yes. Seven was enjoyable. I. Was upset when they killed off Han Solo, but I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford was like, I'm, I'm done with yeah, this. Yeah, Harrison Ford said that if they brought him back for one more, they had to kill him. Yeah. So that, that was, they had to do that. Yeah. Let's see. I think the movie is closer to the original trilogy with like how the effects and everything work, mm-hmm. right? It just feels like Star Wars. Yeah. And you have... There's not a lot of the philosophy elements that I like, but you kind of get Harrison Ford trying to tell Ray his perspective on what he's seen the Force do, right? Yeah. And the whole film, they're looking for Luke Skywalker. The whole movie is about finding Luke Skywalker. The, you know, greatest Jedi. He's the only Jedi left, right? Mm-hmm. The whole movie is building him up. You're trying to find him, right? Yeah. And I think it's cool how it ends. Mm-hmm. So what what do you think about the the movie? So I have to say, I hate Kylo Ren, just you, in general. You don't like his tantrums. I hate how much of a little baby boy he is, and he has his little tantrums, like he's never had someone tell him <laughs> no before. Yeah, I think he's like a child <laughs> that's that, that's in the grocery store, and his mom's like, "No, you can't have cookies." <laughs> You already have like uh, gummy bears, gummy in the bears car. in the car, and he's like, "But I want the yeah. cookies." First off, I think Halloween looks cool. I like his lightsaber, and I like his helmet and his outfit. Helmet and outfit, great. I just don't think Adam Driver. I don't know. I don't I, like his face. I, th- <laughs> I think Halloween's character is fine. Maybe I'm not supposed to like his face. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. He's the bad guy. He's the but bad guy. Kylo Ren is fine as long as you have the sinister, all-powerful Snoke as the main bad guy. Once I... you get rid of Snoke as the main bad guy, Kylo Ren's like, I'm fighting this emo teenager. That's the main villain of the plot now. Yeah. I think that's the problem. But I think he is whiny. He's not imposing. Yeah, he's, he's just... He's not... I know he wants to be, like, Darth Vader. Yeah. That's they, his whole thing. They drop that plot line quick. They do. In, in the next movie. In the next They bring it back in the other one. In the third one. Ninth one. Yeah. It's ninth, hard. Yeah. It's hard. And the Knights of Rien. The Knights of Rien. I Rian, like that idea. They were cool. And it's dropped. Well, they, they kill them all. No, no. They don't mention them in the eighth movie. Oh. There's no buildup about them. Oh, yeah. And... I like Finn's story, the Finn's defecting stormtrooper. Yes, and his character gets boiled down into Ray. He just yells Ray for two movies now. Yes, uh, Poe's cool. He's kind of the Han Solo esque character. Yes, I think Ray's fine. I I okay. We'll we'll talk about eight now. 
because like we're we're like this is fine and then they ruin this yeah. in eight so like eight there are some interesting parts i like the with with the like crystal foxes those are cool the it, it is filmed beautifully Great with the salt coming up and the red yes. and the crystal foxes. Gorgeous. Beautiful. beautiful. Gorgeous. A lot of people's problems with Ray, mine included, all that. She's great at everything with no one teaching her. Yeah, it's like it's like she she was like, Oh, I have the force. Okay, let me use it. Yeah, I know I know how to be better than Darth Vader's grandson who has been trained by Luke and Snoke, you know? Yeah. Like I have that problem. And in 8, they have the shot to fix it. All Luke has to do is train her. And they, they just and make... And he Luke, utterly refuses. Yeah, and they make Luke this hermit dude who is not acting like Luke Skywalker. Throws Luke, away his lightsaber. Yeah, Luke Skywalker would not have tried to kill Ben Solo. I do have to say that, like, I, I like this idea sort of like in... Which you know I don't like Lord of the Rings hmm. that much. Like, when, in the first Lord of the Rings movie, the elf queen, whatever her name is, she gets tempted by the ring, and then she refuses it. It's like, Luke, the dark side, is, like, kind of influencing him a little bit. And he realizes, just when he's about to kill Mm. Kylo, he's like, oh, I can't do this. But Kylo wakes up in that moment. Yeah. And is like, oh, cr- that's crazy. I, I just think by the by the time Luke's at this stage of his life, uh-huh. he's not going to be killing a a boy for being he he saved Darth Vader. He did not kill Darth Vader, you know. Uh, well, and and now he's more refined and more wise, and he's going to kill a boy who's done nothing. So. I think I think he got cocky, and then he got scared, so he was afraid. Yeah. But, like, I like mean, Yoda said. You... Yes, but he didn't learn from that. He was like, oh, well, I'm afraid of this. I'm going to try to, like, correct this before it becomes a problem hmm. by killing him. But it created his own villain. Yeah, I guess I can see it. But at least... I think that I think that's fine. It's an interesting it's idea, but at I least think... it causes so many problems in the story. I think they ruined Luke by making him a hermit that has cut off from society. You would think that after a big mess up like that, he would learn... Because he, he's afraid. Yeah. That's why he's on that island. He's still afraid. I just, it just It's not Luke Skywalker. We're talking about the kid who wanted Johnny with Obi-Wan with no experience to fight the Empire. And he's going to fight Darth Vader, someone he should be very afraid about. But he's going to fight but him because he, he wants to save that his friend. But he already knows that's his dad. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. Not in, not when he goes to best. No, to no, no, no. But when he's a like when he has the chance to kill his father, mm-hmm. he's like, "That's my dad." Yeah, but that's his nephew. It's not Luke Skywalker would not do this. We could have this argument, I guess, forever. We could. But I think the problem I had with when I said it, 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 it it's an interesting idea, but you can't do it. You shouldn't have done it because it ruins the concept of the film because no one's a jedi ray is not a jedi when she leaves that island and she cannot become one because no one's there to teach her you know they've retconned that episode nine leia's not a jedi either (laughs) luke is the last jedi listen leia was almost done with her training and then she got married got pregnant i forget what i think i think she got married so 
I just I just feel like if you like four, five, six, right? If you're showing someone these movies, right, and you're like four, five, six, two, three, four, five, two, three, six, right? Yeah. You're ending with six, right? I think it's fine to end with six. Though I do, there are things about seven, eight, and nine that I'm, I'm per, I'm perfectly okay with how the story ends. Because it ends how six ends, except it ends worse. No, I think it's fine. It's, I, it's really weird, but it's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, he. Okay, so that's that's, I guess how we feel about that. You're you're keeping seven, eight, and nine in yours. Yeah. I'm not gonna persuade you. Nine did its best. I'm not. Nine did its absolute best. I will say we haven't watched it since we watched it in theaters. At least I haven't. I have. I'm not going. Our uh, viewing experience got a little ruined by the people next to us talking literally the entire movie very loudly, and it was annoying. Yeah. Even during even during like like the opening previews, like that's fine, whatever. I I'll say like snippy comments. Mm. But they were talking so loud I couldn't hear the previews. And then they would be talking during the movie and I couldn't hear the movie. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm going to be the uh, guardian of our children watching these movies, right? That's what The I shepherd. And uh, maybe I won't show them one, but I'm definitely not showing them seven through nine either until they get old enough to know they exist. And then I'll be like, I guess guess we got to watch these, but I got I to gotta give you a warning up front before you hop into these ones, you know? That's fine. Whatever, I don't care. I don't care that much about Star Wars. So we have a question. We're gonna get destroyed if people leave comments on this episode. They're gonna be like, "I feel like how dare you talk about Star Wars?" I feel like, like I feel like we're in the majority. No, listen, Star Wars people love to complain about Star Wars, but they will fight you tooth and nail about Star Wars. Okay, real quick, real quick to save ourselves, we both need to say Episode Five is our favorite Star Wars film. Did we say that in the first? Yeah, Empire Strikes Back, favorite Star Wars film. Okay. Yeah, there you I go. I thought I said six, but. Whatever. I don't remember. Well, we have a question from our patron, Jamie, over on patreon.com slash nerds at odds. And he says, oh, Courtney's pointing. Courtney's pointing to the script real quick. I missed a big chunk of the script. Before questions, comments, and concerns, uh, I just want to tell everybody that season two of The Mandalorian starts on October 30th. And the Lego Star Wars holiday special comes to Disney Plus on November 17th. Is it about the Wookiees? I think it's a... Is re- it Life Day? Yeah, no, it's a recreation of the holiday special with Legos. Oh, goodness so, gracious. Uh, I, I hope it's better. I think, well, it's a Lego thing, so it's going to be tongue-in-cheek. So I think it's going to be funny. As uh, long as they take out the weird VR Yeah, the thing. VR thing. Yeah, if, you know, if you've seen the Life Day holiday special, or you've seen videos about it, the VR thing with the Grandpa Wookiee. We won't talk about it I'm not, here. I'm not going to say it. It's not, it's not, for, not for young gears, so... But we'll check those out and we'll talk about those. Uh, we'll probably just do a episode on Mandalorian Season 2 when it ends discussing it. Probably. So, yeah, instead, so, of, instead of each week being like, this is what we thought of this season. Yeah. This is what we thought of this episode. Yeah. This is what, what, That's what, probably what we'll do. And we'll probably talk about the uh, holiday special when it comes out. It's uh, going to be fun. I doubt Disney Plus is ever going to release the actual holiday special. Probably not. Nah. No, it's atrocious. So we have a question from Jamie our patron over on patreon.com slash nerds at odds. And he says, after considering the main films, where do you think the spinoffs fit into the list? And he gives Rogue One and Clone Wars as an example. We've already talked about Rogue One, but we can talk about Clone Wars, the show, the movie, uh, Rebels, the show, and Mandalorian kind of in this section real quick. Okay. And you've only seen 
Mandalorian completely, right? Yes. And you watched the Clone Wars movie with me. Yes. So, let's talk about Mandalorian. Do you think you should watch Mandalorian after you watch Episode 6? I think... Is that when it's supposed to happen? It ha- yeah, Mandalorian happens right after Episode 6. Here's my feelings on the TV shows ones. Is that you can watch them. I Like, I've seen a little bit of Clone War- Wars. Yeah. Oh, I think. Um... If if you're you're doing your watch list, you watch the movies. You can just sort of go into the the shows at any point, you know. Not like just be like if you're watching the 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 movies with someone and they're like, man, I want more Star Wars, and then you like, here's Mandalorian, it's really good. Here's Clone Wars for the kiddies. No, that's fun. I don't know if Clone Wars is a kids it's an animated show but it's not really kitty with this i mean topics. it's not it's not kitty. i wouldn't be like here four-year-old yeah. watch this but i wouldn't let a four-year-old watch the star wars movies mm. either i'd be like here eight-year-old this is yeah. fun i have to say clone wars the tv show makes the prequels so much better because you get more of the relationship between anakin and obi-wan mm-hmm. that kind of help um, if you you should watch if you're gonna watch Clone Wars you have to watch it between episode two and episode three because that's when it takes place and by the time you get to the end of Clone Wars you get you but there's really, so much of Clone no, Wars no yeah yeah there's seven I seasons I wouldn't be like man I gotta watch some Clone Wars let's watch it during the list so you've got to get go and take four months. five six two yeah. And then Clone Wars for, like, ever. Yeah. And then you get three, like, the payoff. Yeah, but it does a better job of making Obi-Wan and Anakin have this relationship. There's some... I think Clone Wars, Rebels, and Mandalorian are all great. And there's something, though, you need to know if you're going to watch these. Is that if you are going to dedicate watching these shows, maybe not Mandalorian Season 1, but probably Mandalorian Season 2 with with the characters they're introducing in that, Mm -hmm. you have to watch the other ones. No, you don't. I'm not gonna watch Clone Wars. Well, you're not a big fan, but if I don't you care. if you if you want to understand what's going on and enjoy, I can it. understand what's going on and enjoy Star Wars without having to watch like seven seasons yeah, of a I cartoon mean, show that's kind of boring. Yeah, for but me. I'm probably gonna have to explain Ahsoka Tano to you. I already know Ahsoka. And, I've watched videos and Sabine and the Dark but like I, I don't care. You have to understand kind of these things, but I think they're all great. Though when I'm showing my kids the movies for the first time, or if you're showing your significant other the movies for the first time, probably four, five, four, five, two, three, six. I'm glad you come around with me on the machete method. I just want to talk about episode four real quick. We just got past. <laughs> well, we're, we're bringing it back, bringing it back, because I do have an issue that I want I want to discuss with you. Okay. Uh huh. Do you think episode four is boring to a child now? Because I think episode four is a bit boring. It could be. I don't know. I mean, but you have you have to have it. Yeah, I know you have to, but I mean, maybe kids going forward less and less. Well, I don't think the... you should let like a six year old watch Star Wars. They're not going to understand it that well. Well, I feel like back in the day, six year olds watched Star Wars and were like, "This is amazing! These spaceships and these lights, right?" And I feel like that's the mindset people have, especially like people our parents' age and maybe us a little bit. But I don't know if all kids are going to watch these films and be like, that's lasers everywhere, you know? This is flashy and eye-catching, you know? 
Uh, well, I mean, that could be the case. Though, I will say that y if they try to remake Star Wars, you're going to hate it. Yeah. I so, it doesn't matter. And, like, like with me, you know, like, MASH is a super old show. I love it. Yeah. I watch it constantly because I watched it when I was a kid. If you introduce it to your kids, like Ghostbusters, mm. when they're young or younger, they're, it's, they're still going to love it. Mm. Because they spent time with you watching it. Well, I just... You just gave me a idea for a topic for another episode. We could do... And let me know in the comments below, or at Patreon, if you want this. We should do an episode on movies they can never remake. I mean, they're going to try. Well, it, yeah, but I mean, like they, they will never be able to be better, right? I mean, that's most things that they try to remake. Though Ocean's Eleven. Good. Yeah. Though... I'm not sure how that works. I think the originals are Ocean's nine, 8, 9, and 10. I think... I don't know how that works. But anyways, maybe that'll be a future topic. And now let's get on into Kita's Corner. What does Kita want us to know today? Uh, Kita would like to remind you to spay and neuter your pets and to adopt any pet whenever you can if you have the resources and time to adopt a pet. And get them from your local animal shelter. Yes. And Halloween's right around the corner, so be sure to get a black cat. Yes. Black animals are less likely to be adopted because they're seen as unlucky. This and is true. So you should go out and get two black cats and a black dog for Halloween. Uh, just a reminder, uh, dogs, they are very social uh, creatures, so they like to have lots of contact. So maybe two dogs or mm. like you being there more frequently would be good for them. Cats, a little bit more antisocial, but they still like interaction every once in a while. And they have unconventional pets at pet shelters every now and then, like rabbits. Rabbits. Maybe turtles. Be careful with rabbits. They will chew through your walls. I had a rabbit as a kid, and it ate a hole through our couch. Yeah. So rabbits was... are dangerous. If, if you've watched Holy Grail, Monty Python's Holy Grail, you will know rabbits are dangerous. They are very dangerous. Turtles, always fun. You just got to be careful about their water. I just saw a turtle, uh, it's a tortoise actually, I forget where it lives, but it's the oldest living being on earth, and I think it just turned 180 something, so shout out to that turtle, you're still kicking. Turtles? Yeah, I think it's a tortoise, I'm not a biologist. Whatever. I don't know turtle science. Eh, similar. <laughs> and let's get on to an interesting fact, uh, I picked two out, one for the prequels, one for the OG trilogy, which one do you want to read? I'm going to read the second one. Okay, so I'll be the first one. Liam Neeson, who plays Qui-Gon Jinn in episode one, is so tall that they had to rebuild all the sets in Phantom Menace that he worked on in order to replace the doorways, which cost the film an extra $150,000. Could you imagine wanting somebody in your movie so bad? You've already built the sets, yeah. but you're like, man, Liam Neeson's so tall, though. We gotta, we gotta fix these doors. Yeah, Liam Neeson is six foot four. And they had to make all the doors taller for him to fit through. But he does a great job as Qui-Gon, so... I, I really liked him as Qui-Gon. He was great. So, the second fact that mm -hmm. you found was that the actor who wore the Darth Vader suit in the, in the original yeah. tri trilogy, not the guy who did the voice. Yeah. Different people. Not James Earl Jones. Not James Earl Jones, who also did Mufasa. Yeah. The original man, and I see you do not have his name here, which is kind of mean nah. 
He is banned from all Star Wars conventions because George Lucas finds him annoying. And I feel like that is why we don't really know his name that much. His name was in the article I was reading. I just didn't type it up. That <laughs> See? You didn't care. But, like, just imagine that ad revenue that George Lucas has just completely cut him off from. I, I, don't, I bet that guy doesn't get money from the movies. No, probably not. I mean, in his original contract, even, it's like, you're going to wear a suit, we're dubbing over you. Like, you're, you're a stunt double, basically. They don't get points on the back end, right? Yeah, so. I mean, it's like with um, Snow White, the woman who played Snow White in the Disney movie. The original animated one. Yes, yeah. she's not credited in the movie at all. None of the voice actors mm -hmm. are. But she's not even, so like... In the Disney Plus version, they have, like, the actors who did the voices for, like, different countries. So those Snow Whites get credit in the actual movie, but not her. And Disney basically made sure she never worked again because he was like, that's the voice of Snow White. She can't be in anything else. Yeah. Oh. So he basically blacklisted her. <laughs> yeah, olden days Hollywood's kind of, I don't know. Dark? Serfdom almost. I, it's it's real upsetting. I feel bad for that that woman, yeah. but Cause, I mean, actors, she's dead now. Actors but. and actresses used to have to... They, they signed a contract with a production studio like Disney or Warner Brothers. Yeah. And they were like, we control your life for the next 10 films we shoot you Well, in. no, no. She was like... Um, what's it called? She, she wasn't like... She was like a contract worker mm. more than like she was signed on to be at Disney all the time. It was just like, hey, yeah, we're going to pay you like... 10 bucks an hour, come in, do some reading. Well, it was, it was 1930 something, so not 10 bucks an hour. Whatever. But, like, they. She basically didn't. She wasn't invited mm. to the premiere. Her and the guy who played Prince Charming basically tried to crash it, and they were like, we don't know who you are, leave. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, when we get around to our Disney animated film ranking episode, which is. It's, We'll get there eventually once we finish watching all of them. Someday. Yeah. We have to finish the Halloween movies first. Halloween first, then we'll go back to yeah. Disney. Yeah. Well, no, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. There's no Thanksgiving movies that anyone cares about. Yeah. So that's that's it for this episode. You got anything else to say? I'm excited for Christmas. Yeah, oh, Christmas. Maybe we'll just do four straight Christmas episodes. I don't think we should do that. You don't think we'll so? We'll have like a big Christmas special. Maybe be like... Maybe be crazy and be like two hours long or something. I don't know. Well, but... this this one's coming up on it. No, it's you're, you're not. You're in a for a bit longer? No. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm excited for Christmas too. We got some more Christmas village stuff. Oh, yeah. guys, this is going to be exciting. We got a greenhouse and we got a Santa, train. We got Santa Claus finally. We got a little Santa Claus. We'll, we'll post a picture of the Christmas village. When we get it set up. We got to strip down this entire table to put the Christmas village up. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It'll be fun though. It will be, yeah. So if you if you see the picture that I posted on the Patreon or the one that's on Instagram, Instagram, it, that shows our setup currently. Uh, it's gotten a little messy because it is our kitchen table. Yeah. But we're gonna basically take all that away, put some fake snow on it, put up yeah. the village, set up that train, set up the train, the carousel. Yeah. God, we probably got. We got fences. Did yeah, we, we got, get the fences? Did we get fences or road? We got the fences. We got the fences. Yeah. We probably have over two dozen buildings by now. Yes. I mean, small ones and large ones. We got some, like, old ones from some, like, uh, thrift shops. Mm. 
that I got uh, this past, not this past summer, but the summer before that. 2019. Before the world ended. The world ended. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to set up for Christmas. I'll I'll post pictures of the Christmas village, the Christmas tree. It'd be great. Yeah, maybe we can try to get Kita in some type of Christmas outfit if we're feeling brave. No, no, no. But I will take a picture of her because she likes to lay on the tree skirt, Hmm. like a little present. Yeah. So I'll definitely take a picture like that. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't know how much Christmas shopping we're going to get done this year. We got to figure out something. Yeah. Well, we're going to have Christmas and Thanksgiving by ourselves this year, probably. Most likely. Yes. So let's see how we're doing that. Hope everyone has uh, some happy holidays this year. And just to recap before we leave, next episode for free, Friday, October 30th, is our Halloween special. You can see the list of Halloween films to watch on patreon.com slash dollars for free. We're going to be talking about those films. We're going to be talking about our favorite outfits. We're going to be talking about our favorite candy, maybe our least favorite candy. Who knows what else we'll be doing. We might talk about favorite Halloween songs. Yeah, or uh, interesting Halloween stories. Yeah. Like, uh, I was in a haunted house as an actor one year. I don't have many for Halloween family-friendly interesting Halloween stories, so I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll just be me. Well, I think the only ones I'm going to talk about are Star Wars related, which is ironic, but you guys can hear those on the next episode. Also, I just want to give you guys a heads up about our next generation console coverage we're gonna have some unboxings and there's gonna be some discussion with me and we're gonna bring on a guest one of our friends who's getting an xbox hopefully we can work that out so look forward to that in mid-november yeah it might be over like discord or something yeah we bring them we'll in. see how that audio works yeah but Ugh. or we'll, we'll get them to like record their audio and we'll like splice, splice. it in yeah more editing work i love editing the podcast we uh, can get him to do it. He said he'd be ooh, willing to. Yes, yes. Force it all on him. Yeah, it's going to be called the unboxing when we get the PS5 in. Be ready for some shaky camera. Yeah. So we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on patreon.com slash nerds at odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, consider supporting us over there. Thank you, and have a great day.